Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 3, Episode 6 of The The Castle Castle Chat. Chat. Hey friends, welcome back to Episode 6. In this episode, we will be letting our creativity run free and discussing what elements make a Disney icon and then building our own. In this episode titled, Build Your Own... Festival. Today we will be talking about um, building our own Disney festival, so let's jump on in. So festivals at Disney are a really fun, free thing to get with a park ticket i feel like park ticket admission if you're going when the festival is going on then you're getting more for your money i agree i think the disney festival more specifically the epcot festivals are half of the reason that adulting disney goers Mm -hmm. book their trips when they do they are avid um, food and wine festival lovers, and so they'll book in the fall. Mm-hmm. You might be an avid flower and garden festival lover, and you want to go in the spring. Or you might be somebody who loves the most recent festival, Festival of the Arts, and you want to go in the winter time. Or you're going to go during the holiday season and experience Festival of the Holidays. Exactly. That's just, you know, there are lots. It's basically year-round now that you can experience these specific quote-unquote festivals within Epcot and I think that it is one of the main reasons people go to Epcot now Mm -hmm. absolutely I feel like there's like you said there are festivals that take up basically the whole year at this point and at each of these festivals the the big pool I feel like is the food booths it's the food and drink booths where you can go um to each country and world showcase and they typically have some type of booth set up where they'll have their specialty items that are specifically for the festival this is a big pool for all of the festivals that they have but on top of that they also have different types of entertainment um different items that you can purchase like for festival of the arts you can purchase like real artwork um and so they kind of sprinkle their own little I guess festival magic on top of each one of what they have to offer, but there's plenty to do if you're stopping by in Epcot and you're there during a festival. Yeah, I think when we're breaking down these festivals into their key components, we have food, like you said. Yes. Some form of activity that is paired with the theming, and mm-hmm. then every one of them has a scavenger hunt now. Oh, yeah, um, they do. And so, you know, I think that that's kind of what it boils down to there's still a lot of little tiny details within oh we forgot merch so you've got your food you've got your activity or theming to the festival a scavenger hunt around epcot and without a doubt the merch that comes Mm -hmm. with it yes there usually is also like a character that they've picked for the theme like for the theming for the merch so typically it's often figment or the orange bird like those are the two that they use a lot remy has also been used recently um but they kind of pick a character and that's what they kind of base the festival off of especially the merchandise so sometimes i mean if your favorite character is picked as the icon for the festival then like you're probably gonna buy all the merch that they have i mean yeah. it's, it's definitely strategic that they do it that way and it's fun too like i just i love being able to see the different merchandise they put out a big thing that i like to do is i always like to get a festival pin when i go and a festival is happening like i just think that's like that's just my fun favorite thing to do i completely agree i have pins myself i 
specifically this year i haven't gotten one yet and i don't know why but this is my first time ever being an annual pass holder mm. and they have pass holder specific merch some of them being pins and it's like on my pass holder bucket list for the year to get a pass holder specific pin from one of these festivals oh absolutely that's so fun i was able to get one before because i went with somebody that was a pass holder and they bought it and they gave it to me which is technically going around the rules but <laughs> i was like still I really want a pass holder pin so <laughs> i definitely did get one but that's kind of a quick summary of the festivals right i mean there's so much to do at all of them like it, they're just so fun. Yeah. Do you want to like give a quick synopsis of the theming for the existing festivals that Epcot has right now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we'll start with basically the very beginning of the year, which I'd say kicks off with Festival of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, this festival is about really the artistic expression of from music to actual physical art and um, as well as food, like food art. Um, this festival is really for the creative eye and i think they definitely tap into that so that's kind of the theme of festival of the arts flower and garden is definitely a very beautiful festival they really focus on the landscaping of the area in epcot and they make the most beautiful topiaries um which are basically like these if you took a they're like plant sculptures the plant sculptures yeah it's a great way to say it like there's all throughout Epcot there are different Disney characters in plant sculpture form and they are absolutely breathtaking like I've never seen anything quite like it but they really focus on like the beauty of the garden and the flowers and um that's what they're they're known for as well as you know their food booths too and um just the beautiful it's still artistry um it really could honestly it could honestly be included with festival of the arts as well but that's definitely flower and garden which comes right after festival of the arts and then after that we've got food and wine festival which obviously the big focus for this festival is the food there is great food at all of the festivals but i think the best is at food and wine this is their specialty they want to show off the different types of creations that they've come up with from all the booths all around the world um and focus on that alcohol piece too like they want you to have so many different options to drink around the world like there's so many to choose from um and so that's food and wine festival they also have a um a run disney event that happens during food and wine which is something else that they focus on with this one and then to round out the year we've got festival of the holidays which is basically just like dumping a whole bunch of holiday beautifulness on you (laughs) in epcot i mean i have never experienced this festival it is a very short festival um but they kind of have it all around just making you feel really immersed in the holiday spirit yeah i think um in my experience of these festivals i now have been fortunate enough to experience them all um i would say that um festival of when we're looking at food Festival of the Arts is the prettiest, but maybe flavor-wise, not the most profound. Mm -hmm. Um, Flower and Garden is going to be your light, bright, summery spring flavors. And then Food and Wine is a little bit heartier, richer foods. So good. Um, And then (laughs) Festival of the Holidays is kind of a... um, 
look into several of the countries around the world and their traditional foods for holiday times. Um, something they do for a festival of the holidays they don't do for any of the other ones is a um, cookie stroll where you can, they're like these different cookies that are typically made at holiday times around the world that you can go and collect I love and that. eat. I um, think I kind of knew that, but that's awesome. Yeah, so they all kind of have a different flair on um, how they make the food, what flavors they're accenting. Um, in terms of merch, I would say that Festival of the Arts and Flower and Garden are very bright and colorful and summery. Food and Wine and Festival of the Holidays are your moodier, like mm-hmm. darker, you know, fall or winter colors. Um, obviously, holiday stuff for you know, your home at Festival of the Holidays, food and wine is like, you can get like, um, a lot of like serving things, um, for your own home there. Which is so fun. Yeah. And then I feel like, um, Festival of the Arts and Flower and Garden are more like apparel type merch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely Um, for sure. So anyway, that's just kind of from what I've experienced, what I've noticed that's different between them. Um, all very unique, all worth experiencing for their own, you know, different genre that they're approaching, but um, I I think that in creating our own, we've got a pretty big task ahead of us. Oh yeah, I mean, it's so fun to think about what that could look like. Um, just like from a creative standpoint, I think Disney does a phenomenal job with the current festivals that they have. But if they were like, here's a blank slate, what would you do? That's so we're we're coming in. We're about to just throw things up in the air and see what happens. Um, and so let's jump on into our different ideas that we have. All right, Court, you're up first. All right, I'm up first. Okay, so I have this idea in my head that it is really like right in the middle of summer. Yes, I understand. Flower and Garden does go into the summer. But I really want something to go right between Flower and Garden and right before Food and Wine as well. Because Food and Wine also picks up in the summer, but it's more of a... It's more of a fall festival. I, mm-hmm. It gives that moodier vibe that like it's heartier. I, I want something right there in between it. And I don't really know. I haven't even thought about why I would name it. Um, but I want it to be just such a big focus on summertime. And to incorporate that, I want it to actually be a festival that is based in Epcot. But the big focus is actually pushing people to the water parks. Um, Disney has two water parks. We've got Typhoon Lagoon. We've got Blizzard Beach. But there's not like a lot of special events that go that happen in those water parks. I would love this festival to be something that focuses on like, come hang out here. And also let's continue this festival over at a water park while it's hot and you're tired. Go, go down some water slides. You know what I mean? So I think that's awesome. Like, I think that's like a really cool idea in my head of how that would work. Not sure exactly how that would work. I just think that sounds like a really cool idea. I think that it's definitely when you look at the festivals between festival of the arts and festival of the holidays those both typically last like six weeks Mm -hmm. and then flower and garden and food and wine are like several months yes and so i don't think that that's a bad idea to create something new something to get people in the parks something to push people to the water parks which aren't as utilized Mm -hmm. as the the regular disney parks um and have something in the middle so that all these festivals are you know maybe given a a time for a season uh, like an actual season and then give something 
to the people that's new as well. Yeah, I think it would be definitely be a big hit. Um, so like at the water parks, what I kind of envision is there being kind of some overhauls on the rides. Um, like maybe it's an audio change on a water slide or it's just small little details that are just a continual like ode to summer. And um, also like appropriate cooling treats like popsicles and like having little food booths kind of um, throughout the water park that are like your go-to summer treats I think would be so fun because when you're doing a bunch of swimming you're working up an appetite and so being able to stop at a booth and sit in a sit in a lounge chair for a little bit and eat a snack I think is really fun and a way for them to be able to bring in some more income that's kind of what I see happening in the water park but back to Epcot also want to see food booths very similar types of summer treats but popsicle stands literally everywhere like you know when you think of like in the city when you have like a popsicle stand with a little umbrella on top you see those like the ice cream stands throughout disney but i want like a very traditional popsicle stand where you can still get like a mickey ice cream bar or a signature sandwich but they have all these different popsicle flavors that you can get and they're in each country i just feel like that would be so fun um and a very nice way to cool off in the hot orlando sun okay hear me out i'm gonna tap into I, your I, idea i saw your eyes i saw that you, you like, saw my it, wheels yeah, turning like, oh here she comes oh man i okay so in terms of summer treats i love ice cream i am mm-hmm. a big disney cone fan so outside of festivals disney has their whole Thing with creating these themed cones like Ooh, ice cream cones yeah so here was my thought so just like you were saying like a popsicle stand mm-hmm. for like it being a festival where they're kind of placed all around epcot yeah let's say each area in world showcase which is still pretty true to what they do in the, their festivals anyway mm-hmm. but each each country in world showcase has a booth where you can get a popsicle that is highlighting a popular flavor from their country and then a cone themed to their flag or some uh, disney character that's a really awesome idea that comes from that country so like you could have a coco cone or a dia de los muertos cone in mexico and then like a lime popsicle because you think of like margaritas and stuff like that i mean this is why we're a good team you yeah like you start it and then i you create it i zoom i zoom in on one thing in my brain (laughs) yeah but that's such a cool idea i just feel like when you think of summer you think of ice cream you think of popsicles like that is just that is to me like one of the essences of summer and so i think that incorporating that is definitely important as well as other different types of summer foods and drinks for each country very light refreshing drinks um that that cater really well with the hot sun um I see that being like a part of all the food booths. I also have thought about um, there being like water shows that are happening across the lagoon. So like the lagoon is large. It covers all the countries. Like it's, I mean, it's very large. I would love if they like installed different water features as when you got to each country that did a different type of water show. That's genius. Like, when you watch the next country, like what's water shows happening here? Mm-hmm. And it's something to like, go over and watch while you're eating your ice cream or eating your popsicle you can watch the water show that's on some type of loop that lasts three to five minutes and just repeats itself over and over again it could have projections on it it could it could just be some fun little fountain pops here and there but i think 
it just adds to the environment. If you can remember the old fountain in the center of Epcot mm. and how it, there was literally a water show where it would, to, you music. Know, to music, shoot up water, oh like recreate something like that, but in the middle of the lagoon. So what I was thinking was, you know, when you go into each country and you hear the ambiance music in the background, if the water shows actually matched that music. Or each country had uh, a water show, like... That would be 11 different versions of it for mm-hmm. you to see throughout the day. And it maybe had like, it just oh. like increased the music from that country. That's cool. Something I wonder like if they it. would, I don't know, like if you're in Italy and you're hearing music from Mexico, then like, does that throw off the immersive environment? Yeah, that's true. I don't know, but it could be a moment for like, yeah, I, cool. I, it could be, I mean, it could be highlighting like unity amongst the countries to be like hey we recognize you we appreciate you and your culture even though we're standing over here in ours yeah i think too something that could be interesting for the disney chefs to have or be tasked with would be it's summer average temperatures in florida are like 90 plus yeah it's it's steamy it's steamy if you think about eating food and wine food in the heat of august which is when it kicks off you're trying to eat something warm and hot and it's a million degrees outside and just kind of makes you feel gross so i think it'd be interesting for disney chefs to be tasked with only food booth items that are cold so that it helps you cool off it could be absolutely it could be savory dishes could be fruit based dishes what you know whatever it but might it has be. to be cold but no high items yeah i think yeah. that would be you know i don't know maybe it could be like elsa's festival and be like ice oh. in summer like because you know olaf's whole thing is like in summer yeah that was, olaf would have to be the like the character icon for all the merchandise and the scavenger hunt and yeah i, I think i really thought about what the scavenger hunt could look like but i feel like it might have it could have something to do with the popsicle stands and so i think that olaf is involved with festival of the holidays but also the fab five are with festival of the holidays so i think we should have olaf split from that and have oh, yeah, the festival sure. of the holidays be focused on because the scavenger hunt is chip and dale at festival of the holidays oh, and i think a lot okay. of the merch is actually mickey and minnie so I think that if we had Olaf split from that, it makes sense for him mm-hmm. to be the icon or mascot of your summer festival. And maybe like Elsa like sprinkles her, I don't know, something with Olaf and Elsa with making it icy in summer. That's so cool. I also thought about like with when the um, the Remy sca- scavenger hunt where you have to find the little Remy like all over different right. places. What if it was like a little Olaf. Like, like Olaf is like melting kind of. And or, it's like a little melted Olaf. Or the little like snowmies. Like you know the oh, like the yeah. tiny. Yeah. yeah. That would be kind of fun. That would, yeah. that would be awesome for a festival like this. Now for merchandise definitely want to tap into the fact that like Florida is really hot so like a lot of like cooling towels like the things that like you put water on mm-hmm. you snap them and they're like really cold on mm-hmm. your you can put on your neck mm-hmm. like fans like stuff like that that has the like the summer festival like all over it and it's definitely like for the festival merchandise yeah. but it's also just helping you cool down like I just yeah. think that's really a cool like thing to think about Disney themed ice trays oh yeah um, I don't I mean you could come up with a lot of things that are like summer board yeah. or like the little handheld fans or, yeah. I mean, 
hats even to keep you sh- or sunglasses. sunglasses like there's yeah. plenty of things like that you can buy for that beach towels you could go very beachy with it too mm-hmm. like i think that would be super super fun um and then finally for my idea i want all the characters to be out in their finest summer outfits like you tell you can tell they're about to hit up the beach i think that that is necessary i know that um like at Polynesian or even at like Aulani in Hawaii, mm-hmm. you get Mickey and Minnie and their friends in like beach or Hawaiian, Hawaiian clothes. Shirts. If they can do like their Parisian French outfits at Riviera, they could definitely come up with like some summer outfits for Epcot. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's kind of the summary of my summer festival idea at Epcot slash water parks. I think I just feel like it's untouched and should be really tapped into especially because Walt Disney World is located in Orlando Florida which is so hot in the summer I think the trend that I'm finding in these build your own um segments is that you come up with an idea that I actually like better and then I just like throw all my ideas into that so it's gonna be hard for me to talk about what I came up with now but I feel like what you came up with is still so fun so I definitely want you to share what what you thought of with your um, your idea. Okay. I'm not going to spoil any of it. I'm going to let you take the reins and tell us about your festival idea. Fair enough. So, like Court, I did not come up with a name for said festival. It's just an idea that popped into my head. Um, it's very hard with as expansive as the festivals already are. Disney's covered a lot of ground in what these festivals target. And so to come up with something that's completely new, I think the summer idea is exactly that. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. That is, that fills the gap. Something about summer treats being cool because we need that in Florida. But um, the thing that I came up with would be to take the existing festivals and expand them to the other parks so that it's not just an Epcot festival, it's an expansive Walt Disney World festival. That is so fun. Yeah, it could be chaotic, but so it would be a lot of work for sure. But the the thought is is like with Festival of the Arts, let's start with for example, like you could easily do things in Hollywood Studios to expand Festival of the Arts to Andy's Backyard, to Galaxy's Edge, to Hollywood Boulevard that are very like art specific to art and mo- I mean, movies and that's, yeah. that's so art, you know? Yeah. And like they're very themed. So I feel like getting the festivals to target these themed lands with items specific like thematically that make sense there. So again, like Festival of the Arts, Andy's Backyard, Kids type art or like things that make sense for Toy Story and food that makes sense for Toy Story in an art sense. Um, You could have like a slinky dish that like kind of gives you that like long body look like just come up with things that um, and then like Festival of the Arts you can imagine like a lemonade stand in Andy's backyard that is like flower and garden themed. Mm -hmm. Um or having the like woody 
and Bo Peep Topiary in that park, mm-hmm. um, in, in Andy's backyard in Hollywood Studios. And then, you know, same to be true for Pandora. Pandora could come up with their own items, Africa and India or Asia in Animal Kingdom. There are so many ways to, or areas to expand these items. Um, Cause I know like, there's an India booth for food and wine. So let's like take that out of Epcot and expand it and make it more intense in Animal Kingdom. And it gives people like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's food and wine. No matter if I, even if I don't get to Epcot, I still get to experience. Exactly. Or like for people who have little ones who for whatever sad reason think Epcot is not a kid-friendly park and there's not enough for kids there like you can still experience food and wine and like try a drink or whatever Mm -hmm. in any of the other parks that you're in um except Magic Kingdom you know you can get alcohol in Magic Kingdom you can but only at at, only at table Table service so like they wouldn't be able to have alcohol booths there but I understand their reasoning they could maybe have like like a you know how they have like a specials menu? Mm-hmm. Like if you go to a table service in Mag- Magic Kingdom, you could get the yeah. food and wine special yeah. or something like that, I guess. Um, maybe Magic Kingdom would be the only park it didn't really make sense in. Um, I feel like there's so much already in there having booths. With, there's yeah. not really space for I definitely see that booths. being a big place for merchandise, though. Like mm-hmm. incorporating a port- part of that in the Emporium. Like people love to get their merchandise from Magic Kingdom. Yeah, um, for sure. So I think that could definitely be a cool thing that they do there. I don't know. I really like your idea with that. Yeah. And like other aspects of festivals, like the scavenger hunts, like having them be something that you do not just for your time in Epcot, but for your whole trip. Like, oh my gosh, we got all of the Snowmies or Olafs in Epcot, but we're going to Animal Kingdom today. We have to find those. And like, maybe it pushes you to see other parts of Disney World that you wouldn't see otherwise if you're doing yeah. like this collective scavenger hunt. Uh, I love games and am competitive by nature. So like being able to like collect achievements, um, just kind of like I was mentioning with the cookie stroll, if you get all the cookies, um, there's like the wonderful wheel of color for festival of the arts it's these things that they've put where if you get all of the items if you eat all of the items collect all the items you get a special like achievement item so with the cookie stroll for example there is like a completer cookie because you completed the cookie stroll so like imagine if you like there was like a mega prize or something by like we did everything in every park that Mm -hmm. you could possibly do and you get to go home with some type of merchandise or like you select one thing from the merch cabinet whatever it might be yeah Um, like this that idea of the scavenger hunt would also push the park hopper ticket sales but i feel like a lot of people when they're in that competitive nature they want to jump to the next park they want to complete the mission kind of thing Mm -hmm. and i feel like people are probably more inclined to have a park hopper and try to go to all the parks and just do the scavenger hunt part of it um so that may drive ticket sales for a park hopper yeah and i just think like thinking about something like galaxy's edge like all the food you find in galaxy's edge is very different meant to fit into the star wars theming and so having the ability for chefs to create specific things 
whether it be like one drink and one food item mm-hmm. that's simple enough that is specific to this festival that you're not going to find in Galaxy's Edge outside of this time of year. Mm-hmm. Things like that, Disney fans go crazy over and they want to experience it. And so it's like, oh my gosh, I saw that there was this Star Wars whatever for Festival of the holidays or festival of the arts yeah. or food and wine can you imagine like Ogus cantina like they have their alcoholic star wars themed beverages in there but it's really hard to get a reservation in there and really hard to experience that so if there was like that one star wars cocktail that you could get and not have to get reservations like people be all over that oh absolutely same with pandora same with toy story land all of those things i just had an idea though for um pandora for like art for Festival of the Arts, they could have like bioluminescent paintings <gasps> oh, to go like with like, in the dark. yeah, oh. because of the bioluminescence that's in Pandora. Mm. Like things like that. Like there's so many ways to make these festivals fit the theming of these lands and like still make it feel so immersive, but it's a part of a festival as well. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a great thought. And they all have obvious theming that you're not going to find in Epcot. So when I was trying to come up with something that was new and different, the only thing I could think of was, okay, well, what if the world of Avatar was able to participate in food and wine? What would they come up with? What would the Navi be enjoying for the food and wine festival? (laughs) So um, that was kind of the thing I came up with. It's not really a new festival. It's more addition to what's existing, but it would still be a very different and new experience for Disney goers and something to push people kind of like you were saying with the water parks um, into getting the full four park or even six park if you include um, the water parks experience by you know giving them something new and an offering from each of these festivals in each park. I'm gonna put you on the spot here but how would you incorporate this festival idea in the water parks? In the water parks, I think that, I mean, same idea with Festival of the Arts, you create in Typhoon Lagoon a dish or, you know, dessert of some sort that looks like a beach ball or, you know, just little things like that. And then same thing with Blizzard Beach, it's meant to be or look like, um, have the theming of a ski resort. And so you do little things with all of them, um, topiaries at, at these places or, um, Christmas type theming for each of these parks. I think that they might even, I don't know if they already do Christmas theming like during holiday season at these parks, but just adding like ornaments or lights, things like that, that kind of bring the mm-hmm. season into present. Yeah. Not that people are going to the water parks during the holidays. They might be, but, um, might be a little chilly. I mean, but depending, it is Orlando. I mean, you could have a very warm day in the middle of December. That's true. This is very true. So that would just be, I mean, I could sit down and spend some time coming up with ideas, but. <laughs> yeah, sorry um, I put you on the spot there. I just thought like, hmm, I wonder if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think that it would be easy to incorporate like scavenger hunt item there. It'd be easy to come up with a topiary that makes sense for each of them and have food items that are specific to the theming there whether it be the tropics of typhoon lagoon or the ski resort of blizzard beach um but yeah i don't know i definitely if i had to choose one would definitely choose the summer one because i'm all about the ice cream (laughs) okay but if you had to choose just one of the festivals that 
Epcot already has. What would you pick as your favorite currently? I am a flower and garden fanatic. I know you are. I, I already knew the answer, but the listeners needed to know. Well, I know your answer. Why don't you tell everybody? Well, what is my answer? Food and wine. Yes, you're right. Yes, food and wine. We know each other so well. I love flowers. I love all things like beautiful color in nature. Mm-hmm. But the flavors that you can find at Flower and Garden, like citrus forward, light, um, very fruity based mm-hmm. stuff, like that is me all over. I like more sweeter flavors i just tend to like the items at flower and garden a little bit better i also just really like that time of year too i think Mm -hmm. is like transition from winter to spring spring to summer that's a time of year that i get really excited for because i love spring and summer more than fall and winter for sure (laughs) i'm a warm weather girl if i could go to walt disney world once a year and only experience one festival I would want to do Flower and Garden on repeat. Yeah, Flower and Garden is definitely like my backup favorite, um, but I really do love food and wine. Oh, give me the heavy foods. Like, <laughs> I just want all the carbs. I want, I love the food options that they have. And for me, like when I think of festivals, I think of food. And um, I don't, I haven't really participated in a lot of the activities or scavenger hunts or other kind of, I guess, just activities in general that the festivals offer, like, my mind is directly on food. <laughs> and so, uh, I think that's just why I'm a, that's my favorite, and I just feel like the Food and Wine Festival has not let me down yet. Everything I've tried has been so good. Um, but I do also love uh, Flower and Garden and seeing the topiaries and how beautiful that is. But are you savory over sweet, like, on a regular basis? No, I'm sweet over oh, savory. Yeah? But I get to a point where, like, I, I have to have a good amount of both. Okay. Like, I feel I'm, like, like, a eat something savory and immediately eat something sweet or vice versa. Yeah, I think the sweet items during food and wine are definitely the rich mm-hmm. sweets. Ooh, They're decadent. Yeah. And then with flower and garden, it's, like, your light mousse summery flavors. So, yeah. Um, What's I, your favorite booth? Um... I think Florida Fresh is probably my favorite booth in um, Flower and Garden. They have the Key Lime Tart, which I am a big fan of. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Um, And then they also have like citrusy drinks and things there. Um, They did not have it last Flower and Garden. I was a big fan of the Jamaican Braised Beef Dish um, that was at La Isla Fresca was the name of the booth. Um, They didn't have it this last Flower and Garden that I went to. um, And I really um, enjoyed that dish. It was one of the savory ones. But um, I also really love um, the pineapple promenade where you can get the violet lemonade. So Oh, you love you some violet lemonade. It is sweet, sweet, sweet. But I, it's tart too. And I just, it's cold. It's like a slushy. I'm a big like slushy ice cream, cold drink fan. La Vie and Rose is during um, Flower and Garden, which is like a rosé slushy. Um, and then there was like an orange bird slushy. <laughs> I had all of these drinks. Like that's I what I that. went around and had during um, the Flower and Garden Festival. But that's so fun. Yeah. No, I think if I had to pick one and I could only have one item, it would be the key lime tart from Florida Fresh. I love that. Mine for, for food and wine, 
just the Italy booth as a whole. Like I, I just love Italian food and going and getting some like ravioli with some donut holes or the some ravioli. mozzarella sticks. Oh. The ravioli is so good. I just, I'd literally just park myself at the Italy booth and I'm like, I'd like everything on the menu, please. Thank you very much. And I go find somewhere to stand or I put my food on top of a trash can. Cause if you ate, if you haven't eaten food off of an Epcot trash can, you're not living life. Um, <laughs> I will say I was fortunate enough to experience food and wine twice this year. And the ravioli was the only thing I got both times yeah, where I was like, so good. I had this before, even though I want to try new things, I have to get it again. Yeah, absolutely. I love that booth and I love that festival. So I just wanted to throw that in a little bit. I feel like I'm just talking a little bit more about the festivals, but this was really fun to build our own. Yeah, we are definitely going to be posting some questions on which you think um, you would prefer. Mm -hmm. And if you have any ideas, you should definitely send them our way because maybe Disney one day will hear this and pick it up. Yeah, who knows? But thanks for hanging out with us today. Small shop shout out. Shouting them out yet again. Who do we have this week? We have the family shop, but they spell it the FMLY shop. This is a magical apparel small shop. They make some awesome Disney apparel for your next Disney trip. Some of their shirts are literally, I mean, I'm like, I want to buy them right now. Um, They take such a cute, like, graphic design approach to it with also like a modern feel. Um, I just think their products are very vibrant and fun and I definitely want to purchase a shirt very soon for my next trip. So I'm excited about this company that we found. Yeah. In addition to their shirt designs, if you see a shirt design that you love and apparel isn't necessarily your thing, they also put all these designs in sticker form. Oh, and that's so awesome. I am like right now the whole like water canteen thing <laughs> where you put all the stickers around it. Like I want one that's just Disney stickers and these stickers, I mean, I would want the shirt as well, but if that's not your thing, definitely look them up for stickers too. Cause they're so fun. Yeah. That you can find them on Instagram at the FMLY shop. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. This week's tip is great for people that have little ones that are traveling with them that may not be able to get on every ride because of just not wanting to or also because of height requirements. So Disney offers something called Rider Switch where you are able to go up to the front of a ride that offers Rider Switch with your whole party and let the cast members know that you'd like to take advantage of Rider Switch. The members of your party will be given a rider switch entitlement, which basically just lets you have your first set of people go in line, wait, get on the attraction, while the second group of people waits with a child who isn't interested or isn't tall enough to get on the ride. Once the first party is complete, they'll come back, switch out with the second party, and the second party can go right onto the ride, going through the lightning lane to make sure that they don't have to wait again in that line. 
You can check out the list of attractions that offer Rider Switch on Disney's website by just Googling Rider Switch Walt Disney World, and you'll have all those different options that you can take advantage of. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney tips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram, click that link in their bio, and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning and I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything between. All right, so next week we will be jumping into episode seven, which means we're near the end of season three, which is so wild. Um, but the title of our episode next week is, and the award goes to dot, dot, dot. This is our episode where we give out awards for certain topics to do with Disney. We rank our favorites. We give, we have nominees, we have points we pick winners um and i know that a lot of you guys really love this episode it's definitely been one of the most popular ones that we put out and we're really excited for this next one because we are actually going to be talking about pixar movies yeah i'm really excited we went over and did a deep dive into up already this season and so i feel like keeping in trend with Mm -hmm. pixar movies is fun um but this is also one that was submitted by our listeners we put out a poll for what they wanted to hear and this was actually the most requested Mm -hmm. award show so i hope that everybody is as excited as we are to see what um the results are for our particular awards but as always we will put out polls later on and Mm -hmm. see if we're in agreement yeah absolutely because we want to know if our votes line up with your votes and stuff like that but it is really cool that this episode is a listener pick and so we're really excited about it but until then you can definitely keep up with us on instagram you can find us at the castle chat or you can send us an email at the castle chat at gmail.com we love to hear from you guys all the time it is our favorite thing um you can definitely drop us a review on apple or spotify podcast drop us five stars leave us a comment whatever that looks like for you we would just love to hear from you um we do this podcast for you guys so i mean thank you for all the feedback that you guys have continued to give to us we do listen and we take that into account and we adjust the way that we do this podcast so that it's something that you guys want to listen to um and that's why we always want to be with the castle chat so thank you so much for continuously listening um to us and and being our fans it's just so awesome to be a part of this community um but for now i'll leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you go make it magical see you real soon bye friends bye